Move Forward Radio is brought to you by MoveForwardPT.com, the official consumer information website of the American Physical Therapy Association. Find a physical therapist near you at MoveForwardPT.com. You're listening to Move Forward Radio, a podcast featuring interviews with physical therapists and other healthcare experts with advice on how you can move forward. Welcome to Move Forward Radio. I'm Eric Lees. You've probably heard of healthcare practices that focus on individuals within a specific age group, such as pediatrics, or on a particular interest area, such as sports. But Kate Hamilton was looking to do something a little different. She'd seen the explosion of adolescent girls who were entering competitive sports and pushing their bodies in ways that earlier generations of their peers hadn't. But Kate also had noted with alarm that many of these young athletes were, in a sense, flying blind into these intense pursuits, without having taken the necessary steps to safeguard themselves against injury, and without proper guidance on how best to manage and recover from any injuries they should sustain. That's why she opened GirlFit Physical Therapy in Newton, Massachusetts, as a safe, supportive, and fun environment for adolescent girls only. There, young athletes receive a spectrum of services, ranging from individual and group strength and conditioning to performance enhancement, injury prevention, and physical therapy. In this segment of Move Forward Radio, Kate, whose own background includes stints as a physical therapist to world-class figure skaters and to actors in traveling Broadway shows, shares for the benefit of adolescent athletes and their families insights and tips on injury prevention, recovery, and above all, the importance of listening to your body. Here's our conversation with Kate. Kate, you're the owner of a, a physical therapy practice that specializes in treating adolescent female athletes. Uh, why was creating this, uh, this niche practice uh, important to you? So when I really think about it, there's really like two reasons why I wanted to create GirlFit. And one is that I've been a physical therapist for almost nine years now, and I've had a bunch of really different opportunities as a physical therapist. I've worked in an outpatient orthopedic and sports clinic. I've worked in inpatient pediatrics gotten a very cool opportunity to travel around the country with some Broadway shows as their physical therapist and around the world with the U.S. figure skating team as their physical therapist. So through all these really cool opportunities, I really started to hone in on what it is that I really love. And I figured out that what I love is teaching a child or a teenager like how to take care of their bodies and teaching them that they can know how to do that. Um, so that is one reason just for myself. And then also um, – <laughs> To quote the one and only Spice Girls, I think I like came out of the womb screaming girl power. And I think that that is probably because of my parents. And my mom, when she was in high school, actually started the very first girl sports team at her high school. And she went on to be a PE teacher. And I think just growing up, she taught me that I could be strong and I could be powerful. I could participate in any sport I wanted to and um, be anything I wanted to be. So that combined with the fact that I think now more than ever, girls really need to be hearing that message. I wanted to create a place where girls could feel really, really comfortable learning how to work out, learning how to take care of their bodies, and learning how to be really strong and confident. So are, are young female athletes injured at a higher rate than their male counterparts are? Uh, and if so, was this always the case? Uh, does it have to do with, with trends in athletics? Well, it really depends on the injury, but yes, there are certain injuries that occur in a higher rate in girls than boys. Um, two big examples are ACL tears and non-contact ACL tears 
and patella femoral pain. So both of these are they're very different injuries, both involving the knee, but they can both really put kids on the sideline for a long time. Um, and the trends in athletics, yes, I do think that more recently specialization in sports has become a bigger thing. So kids are becoming more specialized in their sports younger and younger. Um, they're training for longer, harder hours. Um, and I think, you know, with changes in technology and nicer facilities, that's allowing kids to train year-round for sports that they might have, you know, just done for a season um, or being on multiple teams and things like that has become a lot more popular recently. So I do think that that has increased the rate of injuries, and especially with girls, those ones that they're more prone to. You you mentioned things like greater specialization and, and, and uh, girls starting earlier and so on. Uh, it, it seems like in, in all sports uh, for both genders, we're seeing stronger and more advanced athletes than ever. Is is returning these kinds of athletes to play different than it was, say, a generation ago? Or are, are we preparing them differently somehow? Yes. Um, I think that sports have become a lot more competitive uh, for girls in the past you know, 20, 50 years. It was just 50 years ago, actually, this past year, that the first woman ever ran the Boston Marathon. And, you know, they, she got chased down and they were trying to get her to stop running because they didn't think that women could or should be able to do this. So a lot has changed. And yes, I think girls are more competitive and stronger than ever. I think this is great, but this probably does mean we're getting injured a little bit more. Um, But the good thing is that physical therapy has also changed a ton in the past 20 years. So PT is becoming a lot more evidence-based, so based on research. Um, So that has changed to kind of match the demand that, that girls in sports has changed in the past 20 years. Um, so you just need to make sure that you find a really good PT that's keeping up with those changes. Um, you know, one of the hardest questions we get as physical therapists is the first day when someone walks in and says, okay, well, when can I go back to my sport? It's a really hard question to answer sometimes, and having some research and evidence to back up why you're giving them the answer that you're giving them and being able to say, well, you need to be able to pass these tests to be able to go back to sports is a great way to back up kind of what we're telling them. Um, and also, it's it's rarely over, rarely ever like over when you're done with physical therapy. So you're going to have to teach them to to take care of themselves after they're done with PT. So it's really more about what we can teach you to do for you rather than what we can just tell you to do. Is it different for you as a physical therapist uh, speaking to this specific age group and and uh, crafting education uh, techniques to to get your messages through than it might be uh, with another age group? You might think so. Um, I feel like the parents are always a little bit amazed that the kids listen so much to us, but um, I would have never thought that I would enjoy working with this population so much. But I think, you know, I had a parent say once, like, I think they they really listen to you guys and they really – are engaged because you give them this respect that you care that they know this and that you expect them to know this and that you respect them with that information. You know, this is, you know, we don't just tell them, like, you have to do three sets of ten of this exercise forever. You know, we tell them why and we want to teach them, like, why they're doing it, what muscle groups they're using, like, why this is going to help them. Um, I'm huge on the education piece, so I want a kid by the time they're done with physical therapy, to be able to tell me, you know, these are the muscles I need to keep strong. These are the muscles I need to keep flexible. Here's three or four options of exercises I could do to work this muscle, and this is how I create myself a workout. And really, I I start quizzing them by the second or third visit, and by the time they're done, 
their last day, I say, okay, you're walking into a gym. What do you do? Take me through a good workout. And I want them to be able to tell me that. I want them to walk into college someday and walk into the gym or the athletic facility. I got this. I know what I'm doing. Well, it sounds like it's sort of about empowerment in a sense. Yes, exactly. A quick break to tell you about Find a PT, the American Physical Therapy Association's national database of physical therapists. PTs are movement experts who treat people of all ages and abilities, helping them to improve and maintain function and quality of life. Don't wait until you have an injury to see a PT. Contact one today and learn how you can improve your fitness and prevent health problems before they start. You can contact a physical therapist near you, no physician referral required, by going to moveforwardpt.com. And now, back to this episode of Move Forward Radio. So let's talk about some sports-specific injuries. Um, Tate, can you tell us about some of the specific injuries you are seeing in specific sports in this population? Yeah, so injuries definitely vary sport to sport. Um, there are some sports that have more lower extremity injuries, some sports with more upper extremity injuries. If you're on grass or an uneven surface, that sometimes increases your risk for an ankle sprain. Um, if you're cutting, pivoting, that could be more knee ligament injuries. Um, sports where you're, you're arching your back backwards, like so dance, gymnastics, figure skating, even swimming, doing like the butterfly stroke can have increased risk of back injuries. Um, or when your hip flexors are really tight or you have to lift your leg up above 90 degrees, so above hip height and hold it there. So there's a few sports that do that. Again, like dance and, and figure skating and gymnastics, they have more increased um, hip flexor injuries there. Um, a really fun comparison I have is actually when I was working on the Broadway shows. So it actually depended, kind of like sports, show to show the different injuries. So when I was working on The Lion King, they were doing a lot of jumping and arching their backs backwards. So we had a lot more, I was treating a lot more back injuries. Then when I was on this show called War Horse, which was all puppetry, they were using their hands and their wrists and their shoulders a lot more in, in that show. So I was treating a lot more wrist injuries. So really varied just activity to activity. So finding a physical therapist that specializes in your sport or did your sport when they were a, a child is great, but you can't always necessarily find that. Like, I don't know a lot of physical therapists that specialize in puppetry, um, but you just need to find a PT that's going to dive into that and watch your movement. As physical therapists, we know anatomy, we know movement, we know biomechanics. Um, so we can figure that out. So you just bring in a video, you can invite them out to kind of see what your sport is all about. Um, and together, you guys can dive into that and find just a, a great personalized plan for you. What do you tell your patients about injury prevention? Um, what are some key injury prevention strategies? So we are really huge on injury prevention here at GirlFit. We say we're always trying to work ourselves out of a job. In a way, it's it's so much easier to prevent an injury than it is to treat one. But in another way, it's almost harder because it's, if you're not injured, sometimes it's hard to get people to really take ownership of that and and go out and work on this strength and flexibility, balance, the things that they need to be preventing an injury. I think the gold standard, obviously, would be to call a physical therapist, get a private appointment, have them check out your balance, your flexibility, your strength, your body mechanics, your posture, and create a personalized program for you. Um, but I think there's also some general advice, too, that can just be helpful. Just I call it the basics of injury prevention. So 
knowing what to do when you have a little bit of pain, knowing the difference between soreness and pain. And really the biggest thing is listening to your body. So knowing don't push through that pain. Sometimes your body's response to pain is actually worse or as bad as the injury in the first place. And then you end up kind of going through this cycle of making yourself worse and worse, and it becomes that much harder to treat. Um, Also, just knowing not to push through fatigue. So knowing signs of fatigue. So knowing when your body's really tired. Are your muscles shaking? Are you having trouble concentrating? Um, These are signs that you should be slowing down as well. Um, Sometimes I tell parents this a lot. You have to think outside the box with this a little bit. So a lot of times I have kids come in and their injury occurred in their sport when they were doing something they've done a bunch of other times. Um, but then you start digging into kind of what they were doing the day before, and maybe they were at a sleepover at a friend's house, and they stayed up all night, and you don't think about that, but that's really going to affect their sport the next day, or they're really upset because they got a bad grade on a test or something, or emotionally upset about something that happened at school or with a friend, and those times are are key times when kids are having trouble concentrating and, and get injured as well. Does that all have to do with your conversation with them to begin with, that you're finding out, uh, you're, you're asking questions that uh, that find out what's going on in their lives at the time? Yes, yeah. You you have to have to dig a lot, especially, I think especially with kids, to be able to find out what, you know, the whole picture and everything that's going on. Um, so also with injury prevention, I feel like um, strength, so we preach a lot strength, flexibility, balance, proprioception, body mechanics. Now, this is going to differ person to person. So you might need to strengthen something and someone else might need to strengthen something else. It's hard to say unless you go get that appointment with a PT and check that out for yourself. But there are some trends just in this patient population. So in girls and teenage girls um, that they need to stay strong in their core, in their glutes, um, in their scapular muscles. They're more of an upper extremity sport. And honestly, you have to remember, too, that carrying a backpack is kind of an upper extremity sport in itself. Um, So we do create kind of these programs, too, based upon just these common threads we see in this population. Um, And flexibility is the same kind of thing. It's hard to say until you look at someone if they need to be working on flexibility in certain muscles. Um, But even if your kid is one of these, like, very naturally flexible kids, they're still growing. So every time they grow, their, you know, their bones grow and then their muscles kind of have to catch up. So they go through these waves of flexibility where um, you need to kind of pay attention to those things as well and know when they're growing that they might need to work a little bit more on their flexibility. Um, Also just knowing when and what type of stretching to do. So Sitting down and stretching right before a sport might not actually be the best thing. So knowing what's a warm-up, like a warm-up is getting your heart rate up. So that doesn't have to mean running. You know, if you have a knee injury, that could mean getting down into a push-up position and doing some shoulder taps where you kind of tap your hand to your opposite shoulder quickly because it gets your heart rate up. So you have to think a little bit outside of the box with that as well. Um, So knowing get your heart rate up for a few minutes and then doing more of a dynamic warm-up before you do your sports. So the dynamic warm-up is moving through the ranges of motion that you need to go through in order to do your sport. So it's like moving through some gentle stretches and then saving those static stretches for the end of the of the workout or the end of your sport. Um, so those are the kind of things that we try and teach as well is get kids to understand this like format, how you format a workout, how, what order you should do things in. So it's not just 
what exercises to do, but how to do them and in, in what order and things like that. Um, another thing with injury prevention is body mechanics and jumping mechanics. So girls actually tend to jump with stiffer knees. They don't absorb their energy as much through their, their hips and their knees and their ankles um, or with their chest. Like they keep their chest a little higher up and don't flex it as much. So all of this together actually puts much more stress on the knee ligaments. And I think this is one of the reasons why we have more of these non-contact ACL injuries in girls. But they have shown through research that training these things can actually really help. Um, so this is something we incorporate into injury prevention as well. So though I said the gold standard would be everyone to go in and have, you know, unlimited private sessions with a physical therapist to work on injury prevention, we know that's not that not everyone can afford that. Um, so the vision of the American Physical Therapy Association is to transform society. And so what we want to do with GirlFit is get that message out there as much as we can to be able to get these kids to understand that they there are things they can do themselves as well, no matter what their resources are to help prevent injuries. Um, so one of the things we created is this class, basically, of um, a workout class that's based on research and evidence. So we take the most common injuries in girls, what muscle groups you need to strengthen in order or stay flexible in order to prevent these injuries, what exercises you could do that evidence shows are best targeted towards those muscles, and then we put them to music. So we do like a whole song worth of clamshells to an Ed Sheeran song or something. And it's fun and it's enjoyable. It's a way for girls to really get engaged in this injury prevention and, you know, not just have a workout that they have to do on their own, but they can come and bring their friends and enjoy it. A quick break to tell you about Choose PT, the American Physical Therapy Association's national public awareness campaign. America is currently in the grips of an opioid epidemic. In some situations, dosed appropriately, prescription opioids are an appropriate part of medical treatment. But opioids only mask the sensation of pain, and opioid risks include depression, overdose, addiction, and withdrawal. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is urging healthcare providers to reduce the use of opioids in favor of safer alternatives like physical therapy for treating pain. Learn how a physical therapist can help you at moveforwardpt.com slash choosept. And now, back to this episode of Move Forward Radio. Kate, earlier when you talked about your reasons for, for starting this practice, uh, you, you talked about the importance of creating a kind of a safe space, a, a comfortable place for, uh, for adolescent uh, girls uh, to, uh, to, to uh, strengthen themselves and, and so on. So can you tell me a little bit about sort of the physical environment and vibe of your practice? What, what are some of the ways in which it might differ from a practice that caters to, a, to another patient uh, population? Oh, my gosh. It's so fun. It's just really, really special. And I know I, I might be a little bit biased, but it just feels like a really special place. Um, the cool thing about having all patients that are kind of in a similar phase of life is that we can really tailor that environment straight to them. So we always have on really loud, fun music, bright colors. We have positive messages, whether that's, you know, on the walls of our clinic um, or on our social media, we're trying to, you know, target this population um, exactly where they're going to see it. Um, I really wanted it to feel more like a dance studio than like a medical clinic. So that's what we tried to make it 
feel like. So we have, you know, original art on the walls. We have a display of ponytail holders at the front desk. Uh, we have, like I said, a really fun Instagram. The kids are always in tune with everything that's going on here. Um, we even have our own little Snapchat filter that pops up when you're in the GirlFit studio or you can take a picture of yourself and send it to your friends and um, it says strong enough to follow your dreams. So we're just always trying to to spread that message whether they're here, whether they're outside of here. Um, and then also, like, I think because we mix injury prevention and physical therapy, I think that creates a really unique environment because we really hope that makes the girls feel really comfortable being here that you're not just working out when you're injured, but you're continuing that process. We want you to continue to stay strong, stay flexible, stay injury-free, no matter what phase of all of that you're in. When uh, girls leave your your practice, uh, what are you hoping that they kind of take with them from the experience? I really want them to feel empowered, just like you said, and confident in taking care of themselves and knowing that they can. Um, I, like I said, I think we go really above and beyond to educate our patients and help them understand why they're getting better. Um, and I, I really just hope coming to GirlFit makes their day a little bit better. We want them to know that we really care about them and we care about them as whole people. Um, so I think it's just a really fun and empowering place to be. I had, a, I think she's 10, a 10-year-old little girl walk in the other day, and she walked in, took off her coat, and just, like, sighed, this sigh of relief. She said, Oh, I'm just so happy I'm here. And that's what I want. That's what I want them to feel like. So it's a place that's a positive environment where they can learn to be strong and confident and take care of their bodies. Kate, what would you tell parents whose adolescent and teen daughters are athletes about conditioning, about injury risks, about taking proper precautions? So I'd start by saying to make sure you encourage them to listen to their bodies. This is huge. Um, make sure they get enough rest fuel the, the engine with energy and good nutrition. Um, but just like, and like I said earlier, knowing when you're tired and fatigued and you need to rest, knowing those signs of fatigue, making sure you and they are paying, paying attention to that. Um, remember that more is not always better uh, when it comes to training and when it comes to sports teams. I know the kids can be so excited to get invited to play on multiple teams, but is that really the best thing for their longevity and that they're going to, you know, stay healthy and be able to compete in these sports that they really, really love? Um, you know, and also in the same line, just make sure they're enjoying what they're doing and, and don't get too caught up in the winning part of it. And everyone um, in every sport, no matter what, should be working on strength, flexibility, balance, body mechanics. They should be working on th these things two or three days a week. A lot of times we have com kids come in after, you know, they've discharged from physical therapy from maybe an overuse injury, and then they come back and say, oh, well, I started to have a little bit of pain again. And you say, oh, well, were you continuing to do your workouts or your exercises? And they, oh, no, 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 I was playing more basketball, so I thought, you know, I don't need to do as much of the, the strength. And it's actually the opposite. It's very counterintuitive to them. But the more sports you're doing, the stronger, more flexible better balance you need to have. Um, so making sure that they understand that piece of it is, is huge and continue. Like I said, it's not what we can do for you. It's what we can teach you to do for you. Um, and then another big thing is teaching them not to push through pain. It's rarely ever no pain, no gain. You don't need to be pushing through pain. And teaching them to know the difference between like muscle burn and pain, that's tough. But 
in general, just knowing when you're injured, you shouldn't push through that. It's not worth it, and you should start taking care of the injury or get into a physical therapist to make sure that you're doing the right things. It's huge. It's going to go a long way. Just a small decision like that can impact, you know, weeks that they would have been out of their sport for, you know, a more major injury. Um, also, finding good resources. So connect with a good physical therapist before you're injured so they can look at your child and they can establish some of these risks they might have, establish a relationship so that they can find kind of this baseline and know your child before and if and when you need them. <laughs> um, and also just find someone that teaches your child to take care of themselves, doesn't just tell them what to do. So seeing that little spark in their eyes and knowing that they know what they like need to do is exactly why I love doing what I do. And I think it's one of the most important things that we can do for a young athlete is empower them with that knowledge. Kate Hamilton, thank you for speaking with us on Move Forward Radio. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Move Forward Radio. Insight from our guest is for informational purposes only and should not be used as a substitute for individual treatment by a medical professional. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or find previous episodes at moveforwardpt.com. Move Forward Radio is brought to you by moveforwardpt.com, the official consumer information website of the American Physical Therapy Association. Find a physical therapist near you at moveforwardpt.com.